Welcome to Wednesday Night Flex, a weekly look at high school sports in the ATX. Go to flxatx.com and follow at FlexATX on social media. And now, here's Zach Lucero, Cameron Parker, and the Flex family. Wednesday Night Flex on the Horn. Flex, ATX, no Zach Lucero today. Unfortunately, he doesn't know how to book his own flights, so he's on the plane to Idaho right now. Um, love that kid anyways. No Cameron Parker today. Behind the glass, we have Ty Hendo, Ty Henderson, T.Y. What's um, up? What's up? My name is Nolan Hogan. Uh, across the table for me, we got Derek Cohen. What's going on? And uh, today we got a good show lined up. We got special guest Bryce Hager sitting next to me. How we doing? How we doing? And we got across the table, we have the Hayes running back room, Kyrie Payton. And Zach O'Bara. Uh, so we'll start it out with Bryce. I guess Derek, you open it up. Get uh, yeah, ask no. some questions. Let, let's go. We got we got a room full of red, white, and blue today. You oh, know, yeah. we got some Westlake Chaparrales. We got some Hayes Hawks. Uh, but before before anything, I want to get get to uh, to Bryce. So Bryce is a uh, Westlake grad, 2010 Big 12 leading tackler back in 2013. Had 322 career tackles was invited to the 2015 NFL Combine and was drafted by the St. Louis Rams and then signed up later by the Jets. Uh, Bryce, thank you so much for joining the show. How are you doing today? Absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. and Excited to chop it up a little bit. Good, man. So being a chaparral, Westlake has dominated recently. And uh, with, with that being said, you have a historical name on your back. Uh, for the past 33 decades, probably three decades, anybody who played football at Westlake probably played with a Hager. I played with Braven. I played with Brecken. And uh, going, playing with Westlake, going to Baylor, uh, explain that, you know, process of, you know, from high school to college, getting recruited and everything. How, how, how did that process go for you? I mean, the level... Uh, of the talent at Westlake, especially when I was there, going into my sophomore year, the year prior to that, that's the team that had Nick Foles, uh, Matt Nader, my brother Braun Hager. You played with Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker, yeah. Ryan Swope. Um, Swope. Swope. I mean, there's a, some dogs on that team. And so going, going in after that year, they ended up losing to state against uh, South, South Lake Carroll, getting yeah. Todd Dodge when he was there. Yeah. And uh, funny enough, after that game, uh, Braun actually got committed to North Texas with Todd really? Dodge. And, yeah. And so, I mean, fortunate enough, I was able to make the varsity team my sophomore year, but didn't really see any playing time at all really in my sophomore year and a little bit here and there in my junior year. And then kind of where things changed a little bit for me, which I don't know if it was more just kind of luck or the situation, but – we really didn't do spring ball, really? uh, like with helmets and tackling, with uh, Derek Long when we were there. Mm-hmm. And that had started like once uh, Almond Almond got in the uh, got there, and so that first year where he was there, we did spring ball. They put me at running back. Yeah, and so I was playing running back all through spring ball because they were loaded at linebackers. And so was they, it you and, and Van Van Gromman? Yeah, Van and Gromman. Yeah, Van Gromman, and then we had David Durham and Doug Brusker playing linebacker. And so they were like, "We're good on linebacker." 
we need you at running back. And I was like, so I did that all spring. And then uh, that summer, I think David ended up moving. And so they moved me to linebacker going into my senior year, no offers, really no attention on me. And mm. then as the season went on and as we went to the playoffs, I got a little bit more attention Really through the playoff run we had. Yeah. Because we ended up playing. In 09, right? 09, ended up losing to Euless Trinity in overtime, mm-hmm. which is a – that's they, Still they couldn't do a – Sean Potter? Sean Potter? Yeah. That, over, that overtime. Was it Sean Potter's uh, fault or was not, it the ref's fault? Uh, yeah, it was ref's fault. Is it that, true the there refs – There was no replay then. But is it stripes. Blame it on the is stripes. Is it true the refs <laughs> sent a letter to Darren Apologizing. Allen? Yes. That's that's true. That's yeah, admitting, that's a, admitting fault. Yes, because he did not have control, and it was a the receiver. I believe he might have played for TCU. Uh, back know, I might have caught the ball out of bounds yes. as well. Well, he did. He yeah. Did. So yeah, oh, it's either here or there. Yeah. So that ended up happening, and so I was actually very fortunate to have that extra five six games yeah. in the postseason, just because that's kind of when I was able to put my best film on on tape right mm-hmm. there, or my best playing on tape, and so. Started to get a little attention from, I got like Air Force, Texas State, and I kind of knew, obviously growing up, I was a huge Texas fan. My mm-hmm. dad played there. He's an all-time leading ta- tackler, mm-hmm. career, and single season. And so that was kind of a, a, a record I was chasing. And so I was like, we're, we're getting the opportunity. So I was like. And you proved it, man. And so kind of uh, Texas State hopped on board, but that's when they were D2. And so I was like, I kind of. If I get I have the chance to walk into Texas, I, I want to try to do that. And then after the game, or after uh, after the championship game, Coach Bryles reached out to me, and Art Art Bryles, yeah, and so uh, told me to come up to a, for an official visit. Went to Baylor. They offered me. Uh, had an incredible conversation with him, the strength staff, and just kind of fell in love with everything they were doing there. And they're in the Big Twelve, so I was like. This is up, this is the way I play in Big Twelve ball, and I'm going to get to play yeah. against Texas. Be- well, best best decision he probably ever made because you you brought that team. So, ha- what were the accolades that year for Baylor? Real quick, uh, you, did y'all what what were the accolades? Because y'all made y'all, y'all made a run that year. Were y'all in the Big Twelve championship? Yeah. I can't remember off so, the top of my head. So prior to me getting there, Baylor didn't go to a bowl game in like 16 years, losing record. Funny story, uh, when I told my dad I committed to Baylor, he was like, you probably will never go to a bowl game. <laughs> and so we always joke about that after the fact of what happened. So I committed, first year was in 2010, and then my last year was 14. I was registered in my freshman year, but within those five years I was there, <clears throat> I played in I was part of five bowl games, two Big 12 championships, um, and played with a Heisman Trophy winner, Robert Griffin and beat Texas four out of the five years I was there. <laughs> had to throw that one in there on the horn. Yeah, but... On the horn, I, I know. So, <laughs> well, uh, everyone who's listened to us, t- uh, reach us on the text line five one two three three seven three seven seven six. We've got Bryce Hager in the house. Uh, we've got Nolan Hogan, Ty Henderson, uh, Kyrie Payton, and Zach Obara, and uh, we'll we'll get to it soon. But t- uh, Bryce, one last question, real quick. Throughout your time at Westlake. Uh, what was your most memorable memorable game? You had that double overtime against Eagles Trinity. I understand that. But is there anything that stands out to you as a Westlake Chaparral in a game that, that really stands out in your mind? Yeah, so one of my – one of the probably biggest games I had 
at Westlake was our first round against San, San Antonio Madison that same year. Uh, my stats were like I think I had 15 tackles, four rushing touchdowns for like six yards. That was at home, right? Yeah, was that at home. We had there was like it was fourth down, ball on the one yard line, 13 seconds, no timeouts. It's like we don't get this game over. Yeah. We go into the playoffs. Ended up panning me the ball, and I was able to jump in and get the touchdown. I think I was there for that game. I remember that game. I was there for that. That's unbelievable. Being being for Westlake, I mean, playing for Westlake, I I, I know how how much it means to everybody. So uh, I'll throw it over to Ty or Nolan. Uh, Y'all got anything for Bryce? Uh, I got something small. Just being a part of that Hager family, the 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 legacy that is the Hager name. Uh, what is that? What is that kind of like? What does that mean to you to be following in those footsteps of your father and having all your brothers being around you? What, what does that mean to you? I mean, for me, like uh, personally, like growing up, traveling around when my dad played in the NFL, following him, and uh, just when you bring up his name, especially around Austin, like oh, he was a dog. Oh, mm-hmm. like he was one of the meanest dudes. Like dude could play sideline to sideline, and so that was something I just always like carry with so much pride i was like if he's that good and he's so that well respected that's something i want to be not just on the field off the field too and so like having that name on my back i didn't i didn't take it lightly like when i was at westlake when i was at baylor when i was with the rams or jets Mm -hmm. i always wanted to make sure i lived up to his expectations and just the way he played the game i wanted to just mirror that yeah and back to your draft process you were drafted by the rams who ended up being the same team your dad played for What, what what did that mean to you when that happened so it was super cool. I mean, so I'm actually wearing a, a, a Eagles hat, one of the ones my dad was issued when he played. Uh, at the time, Jeff Fisher was his defensive coordinator. And when I was drafted, Jeff Fisher was the uh, head coach mm-hmm. of the St. Louis Rams. And when he called me on draft day, he was like, it's crazy how things go full circle, huh? Yeah. And so making that call. And he actually picked up my dad from the airport when my dad got drafted by the Philly. Dang, that's really full circle. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. That is awesome. Ty. So, so you graduated Westlake in what, 20, 2011? Right? 2010. 2010. Do you see any differences in like the level of competition here in the Austin area from, from then to now? Well, yeah, all over the place. I mean, actually, like, I live out in uh, Lakeway now. And so I just kind of see how, like, Travis is growing, how, I mean, Hayes is growing. Uh, we got Vandergriff. You got all these schools that Dripping are just coming Springs. up. Dripping Springs. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, the amount of talent that's coming in. To the Austin area is just insane to me. And the fact that, uh, I mean, a lot of it's happening too is like you got all these guys, older Texas players who are starting to bring their families back here and mm-hmm. starting to just start this community of just good football. Yeah, and then you kind of go back to the your recruiting process. You, you, had the, you had a big playoff run, and that kind of led to your success, which kind of opened up your college recruitment. So. Mm-hmm. What, with this new nucleus of talent in the area, what does that mean for recruiting, in your opinion? I mean, recruiting is just so much different nowadays. Like, you don't have to, you have to make DVDs and send them out to coaches. Now you got Instagrams, DMs, yeah. social media, so, yeah, uh, social, yeah. media uh, social media. I don't even really know how the yeah. high school process works now. How yeah. you want to get recruited? Right. I mean, so, I mean, guys, these guys can touch on it way better than yeah. I can. But like, I'm kind of far removed from that whole process. But I can imagine it's you got to constantly put yourself out yeah. there and be in some. On their front page, on the front page, you got to be posting, so you got to be top of mind a lot. Yeah. So in your time, you were like writing letters. Yeah, to, to write coaches, letters. I had to burn yeah. a CD. I didn't. I didn't want to put. I don't know music to put and on coach, it. Coach put this VCR. And you didn't even know if the coach would get it. Yeah. So like you would mail it out, and you never you wouldn't know you'd unless he called you. Oh, dude, that's brutal. And so, and you better put your 
best five plays or the first one is better be your best. Yeah. But they're not going to keep watching. That first it. 10 seconds better be the best football. Yeah. And so like, it's career. so different now. So yeah. I can't even imagine. We've got Bryce Hager in studio, uh, Kyrie Payton, Zach O'Bara in, in studio as well. Uh, before we go to break, I know we're going to go to break here soon, but Bryce, I want to talk to you about your after football career. What was that like? transferring from playing football from your when you were probably 10 years old to uh like five, three years ago after you uh after you left what was that transition like from the field to the office I mean it's definitely a change I mean it took me about a year to completely adjust to it I mean it's hard I mean like that's all you know that's who your identity is it's definitely a process no, 4 a.m wake up wake yeah up. And like just you your, your body's so used to working out and exerting energy and sweating and adrenaline spikes and so you just have to find that in such a different way and i just had to adapt and learn how to do that like i still have a i still work out pretty much daily Mm -hmm. in some kind of capacity i mean definitely has changed and then so i still try to be around football as best as i can i try to help uh linebackers around the area and uh just because I know there's a thousand quarterback gurus around here. You did a little coaching too this year. Yeah, yeah a little we, pop co- Warner, we, baby. we coached together this <laughs> year. Uh, what was that like being on the other side of the helmet, to, teaching the little kids how it's done? It's crazy because I just remember that I that was my first like real like get back to like real coaching ex- experience. Like that was my thing, first time really doing it. And it's just crazy because I remember exactly how I felt when I was in there those kids' shoes. I was like, I was looking up to the coaches or looking up to my dad coaching me or looking up to someone. It's like you have so much influence over those kids, and it's just so cool. Like you, you better you take it, don't take it lightly. Because mm-hmm. like, because I remember there's so many small things some coaches said to me, and it's stuck with me my whole life. Yeah. Still to this day, I remember something small that a coach in seventh grade said to me. Yeah, and like the impact you have on kids is it's not not to take lightly. And it's different because like you gotta you gotta talk to them like. You can't talk to them like you did in the NFL. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, they're going to wind that down a little bit, too. Yeah. So, so it's yeah. a different level of uh, maturity, I guess, you're dealing with. Yeah. No, that, that was a lot of fun this year. All right. So, so Nolan, what do we got? What do we got up next break? What are we going, what uh, are we going well, to? I got one more question because you yeah. you uh, recently opened up your own training facility, training academy, the Hager Elite Training. Um, tell me more. About, tell me something about that. Like, what, when did that become about? How did how did that idea spring? Yeah, so I've been doing that for the last probably six months uh, or so, and it's just kind of more of a get together with guys, kind of teach them the basics of defense, of linebacker, specifically linebacker. Just, just that's my knowledge. I don't want to coach outside of my, especially if it's such a individualized program. I don't right. want to coach outside of my means, and so I really want to hone in more on the linebacker position, and I doing the whole Austin area from if you want to start grade school through mm-hmm. college and whatever. But I feel like there's a lot of football knowledge I have. And I'm, like I said, there's a thousand quarterback gurus and thought I could help out. No yeah. Got to be a linebacker guru <laughs> somewhere. And so I thought I'd love to help out in any way I can in that regard. Yeah. So Hager Elite Training, if y'all want to go check that out, uh, we're going to hit a break here. Uh, yeah, it's a flex.
Tyler Campbell here, and I am excited to announce a Pro Play MS Day sponsored by Biogen and Genentech slated for Saturday, April 1st at the Higher Regency Austin. We'll kick off with the Reach panel starting at 5 p.m. designed to increase multiple sclerosis outreach and awareness. Then join Pro Player Foundation and the Campbells for our Barbecue and Boots event 6.30 p.m. showcasing live music from the Band of Heathens, Texas Barbecue, and more. Visit ProPlayerFoundation.org for information on joining our team. Hi folks, Craig Way here for my friends at Sharp Vision Modern LASIK. I have a suggestion for you. Why not stop putting off LASIK and invest in yourself this year? Think of all the time and money you'll save without the hassles, contacts, and glasses. Right now is your time for life-changing LASIK. Sharp Vision is offering LASIK starting at $495 per eye and guaranteed financing. That's right. You can finance your LASIK and start living with clear, hassle-free vision today. Why not go online or give Sharp Vision a call and and schedule your free LASIK consultation. Voted Austin American Statesman's best of the best corrective eye surgeon three years in a row, Dr. Nicholas Lancaster and his team at Sharp Vision are ready to make your contacts and glasses a thing of the past. For LASIK starting at $4.95 per eye and guaranteed financing approval, go online or call to schedule your free consultation today. Sharp Vision Modern LASIK, official LASIK provider of Austin FC. Hey, Jimmy, I'm going to ask Rachel to marry me, and I need your help. Take these flashcards. I've got to learn these engagement ring terms. Quiz me. Okay. Uh, Halo, vintage, channel set. Those are all ringtones. Ring styles. Now, how about this? SI2, HVVS, ESI1. I got bingo? No. Those are diamond grades. Okay. Table, crown, girdle. What a queen wears to dinner. OMG, no, those are all parts of the diamond. Okay, this one's easy. Baraggio, Takori, Dossi. I know this. Types of cheeses. Dude, ring designers. Guys, don't sweat it. Come to Diamonds Direct and let us teach you how to buy like a dealer buys. We'll teach you all the inside secrets, as well as explain the good and bad when it comes to lab-grown diamonds versus natural ones. At Diamonds Direct, we take all the mystery out of the process and give you the expert guidance you need to make a smart decision. Here, I made you new flashcards. Garage, deck, windows, shrubs? Welcome to Married Life. Diamonds Direct. Details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Save up to 60% on a hot tub or swim spa at the Hot Tub Factory Direct Clearance this weekend at Barton Creek Square near the Cheesecake Factory. Browse the largest display of hot tubs and swim spas in the region from five major brands at up to 60% off. See swim spas in action offering exercise, therapy, and fun all year long. Financing is available and show admission and parking are free. That's the Hot Tub Factory Direct Clearance this weekend at Barton Creek Square near the Cheesecake Factory in Austin. Visit hottubshow.us. That's hottubshow.us. Flex, ATX, my name is Nolan Hogan. We just spoke with Bryce Hager of Hager Elite Training, of the Rams, of the Jets, of the NFL, of Baylor, of Westlake, Westlake Pride. Now we transition. Now we transition to the Hayes Hawks. We got Kyrie Payton, Zach O'Barr in the building, Hayes running back room. How are we doing today, boys? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Doing good. We good. Uh, yeah. All right, boys. Well, I mean... Senior year, you guys guys just wrapped up your senior season in the running back room. I mean, Kyrie, you had a crazy season, 1,400 rushing yards, 12 TDs, 174 average per game. Talk to me about that. What do you think? What, what did you feel this season? Uh, coming into this season, you know, first I want to start off 
my dad, you know, because he know uh, it was my senior season coming up, and he just told me coming this season, man, you got to be a dog. Uh, he told me it's uh, no wasting time. Mm-hmm. So during the off season, man, I just had to get straight to work, straight yeah. to work. What about you, Zach? Your senior year, solid season, 1,200 total yards. Talk to me about that. You got your D1 offer this season. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, man. Well, I just remember me just, like, praying. and like pray- Before my senior season started, just praying to God, like, man, please let me, like, ball out my senior year. Please yeah. let me like, ball out my senior year. Because, like, I set out, like, a goal. Like, I was, like, I want to go D1. And so... I, but sometimes I've been going through, like, saying, like, like kind of doubting myself, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, I just kept my faith, you know? I just, like, kept on working. Of course, working out, going off, going off, and it just, it, it yeah. was nice. It was really I mean, nice. your name was really put out there your your sophomore year in 2020 when y'all made that long run to the fourth round in the playoffs when every week it was like, oh, hey, he's going to lose to Taft. Oh, hey, he's going to lose to Vandergrip. Oh, hey, he's going to lose to Reagan. You're like, they're winning. Yeah. And then round four comes, you're playing Katie. Talk about that. What was that like for you? Well, yeah, it was like, it was honestly like one of my best seasons, like as as of Hayes, as mm-hmm. of Hayes, you know, how we went to semifinals since like, like, like 1996 yeah. somewhere. But it's been a long time. But like, yeah, it was like, it was real, it was real good because like, we know we had a playoff. We were going to playoff and then we just kept winning and winning and winning. And just like people kept saying, like we were gonna lose, like you said, yeah. we were gonna lose. But we kept on winning, kept on proving people wrong. You know, people said like, "Oh, y'all ain't gonna beat this, y'all ain't gonna beat that." We just shut that up and just kept on working and kept on like pushing and just scoring and scoring and stopping them. And just, yeah. yeah, y'all really yeah. did that, man. I mean, every game I was I was fortunate enough to be filming those games for Flex, so we got to get get footage of every game of every touchdown. And being on that sideline, it seemed like that team just clicked. Like, everybody wanted to be there. Everybody was playing for each other, playing both ways. Chris Bruce playing both ways, balling on both sides. Mikey Bodwin, it just seemed like that team was fit to make that run. And uh, it was great. And then Kyrie came along that next season and just completed that team. What, what, talk about your transition. You came from Lehman as a sophomore, or your jun- late sophomore year yeah. and a sophomore going into your junior year. Talk about that transition. Um, man, during that turn, during that transition, uh, it was kind of, it was kind of really like, you know, in between. Cause honestly, I was on, I was moving anyways, you know, from Kyle to Buda. So I was kind of sad. I was leaving a uh, former family teammates at Layman, but coming to Hayes, man, I already knew half of them guys, man. Like Chris, me and him, man, we go way back. Sadly, couldn't be here, but you know, shout out to him though. You know, Zach, I've been playing with him. I've been playing against him actually. Uh, like all years through middle school, you know, them two years going back and forth with uh, Chopper and Wallace, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some of them, some of them guys, man, just to name a few, uh, you know, like Ryan, CJ, you know, some of the old line dogs, like school, we go way back. I've been playing with them since I was like six years old. So coming to Hayes was just no problem. Obviously, uh, I had to get used to the coaches, but once I get used to the coaches, man, it was just, it was just brotherhood right then and there, family. Yeah. And in that offense, it's really run running back centric. Like, it's just like you're either getting the ball or you're blocking or you're catching the ball yeah. or you might throw the ball. Like yes, sir. running back yes, sir. is a huge part in that slot T. So uh, kind of talk about where where you thought you fit in that whenever you got, you were put into that running back, running back position. Well, I actually didn't think I was going to play running back. Like I thought I was fit for like receiver, <laughs> but um, I couldn't remember. I think it was coach. Uh, no, no, it was my middle school coach, Coach E. Shout out to him. 
he said, "Hey, go to go to go to running back," because he knew that there was a running back, you yeah. know, position. Because he knows trying to give me like some more like carries, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was I, at first I was like, "No, nah, like I want to go to receive because I'm not." I was like, Bill. "Big, like, you're like yeah, six I, four. Yeah, I was like six four, and I was like like kind of like skinny, but like I don't know, but like, like I, I definitely like am grateful for it now for that I went to running back, and so it just um. Most of the plays, of course, is like we run the ball, but and we like kind of throw, kind of throw. Yeah, like, like one, like one every like ten. Like maybe. one every like ten, but yeah. like it's it's good. It's and for good. Kyrie, you kind of came in oh. from Layman. You that the, the offense is completely oh, different. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you're 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 a whole new player now. I mean, well, I guess so. Um, Layman, at first they had me at wide right receiver, so it's funny because I actually came to Hayes looking to play wide right receiver. Man, coming to the games. Uh, when they was making that playoff uh, run, mm-hmm. I, I ain't gonna lie, I was like the number one fan in the stands going yeah. to every game, man. You know, looking at them play, I was like, you know, this is school I definitely want to be at. Yeah. You know, so when I seen Coach Gold uh, that day at school, man, I was just, I don't even know if I did work that day in class. I was just ready to go straight to uh, the football period because they just finished coming down facing from Katie. So uh, I told Coach Gold, he asked me what my uh, what my position was. I told him uh, I play side receiver. He was like, man, we don't. We don't run that offense, you know. And I was we like, do oh, no that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But um, I've been playing running back, you know, all my life. Uh, so it wasn't really new to me, you know, to go back to running back. So I kind of knew I was going to fit in. Yeah, playmakers. They know how to get the ball to the playmakers. Oh, yes, sir, they do. And we're sitting here with Bryce Hager, who created his name in the playoffs, kind of like Zach did his sophomore year. So, Bryce, do you have any, like, tips for these guys in their, commi- in their commitment to their colleges with Zach going to UIW and – Kyrie going to TJ, TJC, Tyler Junior College? I mean, there's time you have off right now before you get there, man. Stay focused, stay disciplined, because once you hit the college campus, man, it goes fast. It goes fast, it goes quick. Dudes can run, dudes can hit, and so and dudes are strong. And so just stay focused. I mean, you guys are young, your bodies will adapt, and so I think it's super important right now is just to Stay, stay, just stay focused, stay disciplined in this time right now, knowing you're about to step foot on that campus. So, y'all are just finished your senior season. So, given what he just said, you know, uh, do y'all have any questions on, you know, recruiting processes or, or anything on top of that on the next level and what to look forward to for Bryce? Is there anything that, that y'all are curious about that, that you think he could, he could help? prepare y'all for for the next level yeah so um i have one question i i know that you have to be like on top of things right on top of things right you can't really like screw up or like are you like automatically like out or is just like that like how's the how the college coaches that basically how's how are they like i mean from my experience i started at linebacker my sophomore year i got that opportunity to start i did special teams my freshman year and once i got the starting job you have to show up every day. I I was a starter, his name the starter, was playing good, and I had a honest was ironically had a really bad game against Texas. I was benched for two games, and I think more so it was kind of a lesson on how you're gonna to respond to that. Cause you were the like you're the man, you're the starter, and now you have some adversity, how are you gonna how are you gonna to respond to that? And so that's where you gotta stay focused and believe in what you're doing and be like work your way back. If that's being a good teammate on the sideline now that you're on the bench or is that are you going to sit there and pout and so just how to deal with those 
things, but you got to be on it. You got to show up every day. It's your job to lose. That's how you got to. That's and how you got to prepare for it. Yeah, good attitude, yeah, yeah, yeah. good teammate. And what's really contagious, I mean, you work hard, people around you will work hard. If you're slacking, people around you are going to slack. Especially if you show up and you're determined to win and you're determined to be one of those guys who's going to lead. There's all kinds of different leadership. You can be you can be loud, rowdy. You can be quiet, lead by example kind of guy. Not say a word, but does everything right. Just whatever your kind of leadership is, completely hone in on that and take it, run with it, and people will follow you. And just stay true to yourself. And you see how he... You know, led by example in the Big 12, leading, leading the, the Big 12 in tackles Come with, on now. with 202 solo, 322 career tackles. What bad game? And 202 mm-hmm. solos. Every every two out of three tackles was a solo by this guy. That's crazy. You know, no, he, that's lead by example. This guy's this guy's what you got to lead. Yeah. Uh, you know, learn yeah. from. So I mean, and y'all y'all probably saw that too. in, in the uh, going up to the Final Four and and in, uh, in that uh, Texas high school playoffs, and mm-hmm. and that's not a tough feat. You know, I did that too. Everybody mm-hmm. was against us when I went in 2012, uh, going against you know Lugerville Hendrickson and some AJP Ryan, uh, and Consolidated, who we lost to in the uh, first or er, earlier that season, then playing Longview and then Plano West, and and then we ended up losing to uh, Cedar Hill. Uh, who's the head coach now at Texas Tech? Can't remember his name off the top of my head, but you know that right there. What y'all are learning there is is going to correlate to to college. Even though I can't say that, for example, because I didn't play. Uh, that what you're learning now and what you did learn in in, in your years uh, at Hayes is is something that you you can't take for granted. So, uh, with that being said, I'm sure we got to go to a break. So, uh, y'all follow us on Flex ATX. We got some time here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nolan, what do you, uh, well, I wanted to ask thinking? about the future because you guys, I mean, Tyler Junior College, UIW in the same state. What are your goals for these next years coming up to further yourself in your careers? Uh, one of my goals is, uh, I just gotta train hard. Uh, I know I'm coming, I'm coming to the next level, and I know it's gonna be plenty of a lot of competition, you know, in college, especially in uh, junior college. You know, everybody wants the same thing, everybody trying to get to uh, the D1, so. I just got to outwork everybody and continue to do me and focus on uh, my classes too in school and just stay on the right track because that's what my uh, parents been telling me. Yeah. Going, yeah, going to uh, Tyler, you just got to uh, stay on the right track. Grind it out. Yes, sir. Zach? Yeah, kind of what um, my boy Kyrie said, like, I, um, I just want to be on top of things, like, always, like, do good. But once I get into um, UIW, I just want to prove to coaches that, like, they recruited a dog, you know? Yeah. Just, like... I just want to work hard in everything I do. Basically, I just want to make my my mama proud, and um, because she told me, she tell me, um, she always supports me, you know, in everything I do, and so um, I just want to just make make her happy. Basically, just all that. All right, so mm-hmm. we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll run down y'all's last season, y'all last y'all's career almost, and uh, we'll break it down game by game. Sure, it's a flex. ATX, tipping faux foes. Just kidding, it's a high school show. Uh, got Derek Cohen. My name is Zach. My name is Zach Lucero. <laughs> Good He's not here. Nolan Hogan. This is my name, Nolan Hogan. 
got across from me, we got Zach O'Bara, Kyrie Payton. Next to me, we got Bryce Hager, legend in the NFL. We just had some, we were just chopping it up about some crazy moments in his career. So we're going to get to those. But quickly, we're going to go over this senior year for these two Hayes running backs. So quickly start the season, right? Aikens, dub, 64-14. Churchill, dub, 27-7. Cedar Creek, dub, 54-21. MacArthur, dub, 64-14. Bernie Champion, dub, five-point dub. That was a close win. Canyon. Everybody, everybody wanted us to uh, so, lose against Bernie. That's the crazy part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bernie Champion's a solid squad. Like, oh, that's yeah, a squad yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, t- talk to me about how y'all felt in that moment. 5-0, and midseason. Oh, man, we felt like we was on top of the world. So oh, did we. man, life was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was telling y'all at the break, we were we were in the studio saying, dude, Hayes, man, they're <laughs> new, they're 5A, oh, let's go. Man. Oh, then, man, that Bernie game, Coach yeah. had told us, and also we was looking online that everybody uh, wanted us to... Expect us to actually lose against Bernie, so that was really a statement game. So we had to come in there like focus, right, Zach? Yeah, we had to focus. Yeah, yeah. focus up. We yeah, could have right. a big game. We couldn't. We couldn't. We had to prove everybody wrong. All right. So next week you get to Canyon. Who Canyon this year was a really Great. solid squad. They were good. They played a lot of great games. This was a close game, 44-41. I believe it was on a last-second field goal, was it not? Yes, sir, it was. Yes, sir, so no, actually, no. That it was. was a, it was. A, yeah, that was. That was the game. No, it wasn't. Uh, Canyon was actually it was off of a screenplay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. talk about that game. What, what, I mean, we were watching that closely. It was close coming down mm-hmm. to the end. So talk about how that broke down. Um, well, actually, Z could tell you about that because that was a breakout game for him. Oh, oh yeah. That that was my game. I, I think I had like t- over like two. I think I had two fifty yards and like four touchdowns that game. I was just I was just feeling good, and I remember that game. I think I was like like feeling like down, and so I just. Thought that like got that mentality to like just run like just run through everybody and then so yeah. I had four. T- I, I wish we won that game, man, because oh, that man. I, I really wish because that was my game. I really wish we won that, but you know, you know, stuff happens, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it was a pretty good game. For Fourteen me, carries, two twenty-five, yeah. four tuds on their head. Oh yeah, I mean Kyrie had a day too. Oh yeah, for sure. Twenty-four carries, two hundred seven and two touchdowns. Two oh, Come on. Yeah, that that last that last touchdown, no, that last touchdown actually got to me. Honestly, I don't know why. I was just, it was just so emotional, so emotional after that run. In so, a good way. You were yeah, in a good you're way. You were pumped. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. Oh I was yeah. Pumped up oh, for yeah. sure. I wanted to win that game so bad. Pink out game. Uh, and we didn't even have school that day. So yeah, yeah, we didn't have school. Didn't have school. So I thought, hey, like, I thought it was gonna be like, like weird, cause like you know we're not, we used like it's gonna be like, oh, we're in class, we focus yeah, and you stuff. Leave class, you go yeah. to the class, bus. Go. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then you know, coming from home, going to play again, I was like, man, I, I, yeah. I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, that's, but, that's wild. I don't know. So next week, y'all play Seguin, another oh one. My gosh. Another oh, one. Man. 41 I'm gonna cry when I talk about this game. I'm gonna cry. Another close game. Oh, you break that down, seven point loss. Oh, 0.3 seconds. That's all that came down to it. We were driving on the field. I just made a spectacular catch. Crowd going crazy. Z caught the ball going out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And then Come uh, down it's funny, I'm on the sideline and I'm like, man, we about to get ready to go into overtime. Then we kicked the field goal. Uh, that didn't go as planned. Seguin get the ball back, 0.3 seconds, and then I just look up, touchdown, the game was over. On a Hail Mary. On a run play. On a run play. On a run play. play. He just housed it? 77 yards. Jeez. That's heartbreaking. 
Truly. Yes. In that game. Should have had Bri- you should have oh. had Bryce Hager. <laughs> I wish. Had <laughs> to have him stuff the hole for you. You should have had. <laughs> well, then next week is kind of a tough week. Tough loss to Wagner, forty-two twenty-one. Got got doubled up on. What is that? How did that make y'all feel? We kind of already like my perspective. Um, that's a game loss. Really, like took us took us out. Yeah, like, it did. It, it really out. did. Like. For playoff hopes, you know, yeah, we still had playoffs going into because Wagner, we but we, we for sure that. knew that we needed that Seguin game to yeah. like lock in a playoff spot. So that Wagner game, we already knew it was gonna be tough. And honestly, believe it or not, that whole defense was just focused on my number, and it was just on me from they were just locking yeah, you up, double in. Yeah, they didn't. They wasn't worried about nobody else. And that's when Z freed up and he scored the touchdown. But their defense, their defense was good from the start. Yeah. They really, they really was watching film on us for real. So yeah. Well, then you got to the next week, go down to San Antonio, and you play Smithson Valley and lose that one big. I think 40. it was at home. Was that home? Yeah, it was, oh, at, it was at home. You're right. It was at home. Read that wrong. Yeah. Oh, Smithson Valley, we knew that was a tough school. Yeah. yeah they went far in the playoffs. Yeah, 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 they, they went, went far. Deep. Yeah, they, they went, went deep. Far. That's a good playoff team there. So, tough loss there. But then you finish the season with Lehman, which that game. Well, you know everybody hyped that Everyone game. loves everybody. That, that game. That, if you know Kyle was, Buta, you oh, know man. that you game know, is man. always you know, lit. Yeah. yeah, that game was definitely, it was um, it most personal for me. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> your senior season, oh, running, yeah. going against your former squad, those guys you played against, played with at your <laughs> freshman, sophomore year. What did, the, what did that feel to beat them 64-29? to 29? Uh, It felt great. Yeah. I ain't going to lie to you, it felt great. Um, I enjoyed it. Honestly, on the field, all right, told him on the field, man, we not friends. But at the field, we friends. Oh yeah, so, you know. Yeah, I know. I know most of those guys. Like I went to no, my first year in middle school, I went to Simon, and so there's Simon's like range to go to Layman. So yeah. I knew some of them guys, and I just I wanted to like blow them out. I honestly wanted to like just blow them out. Like I didn't want them to score, but I'm happy we beat them. Yeah, you know? that's a great. I know. I, I, it was a. It was, I was actually rooting for Kyrie. I wanted Kyrie to have like a. Music, I think they was like you know talking some smack oh, to him. Man, they, oh, were like, they were like, they were all talking smack, talking about like, oh, oh yes, Kyrie, yes. you shouldn't, you shouldn't left Lame. You could like, you yeah. know. So I just, it was on Kyrie. I was like, give Kyrie the ball, give yeah, Kyrie let, the let ball. KPE. Let KPE, come on, let KPE, let KPE go. Yeah. All right. So, like we said, we got Bryce Hager in the building, NFL vet. We were just talking about his playoff accolades as a as a vet. He played in that 2017 playoff run with the Rams, and was in that game against the Saints with the huge no call, controversial oh to say the least. One of y'all, one, one of y'all, same fans, right? Oh, yeah, I'm a Saints fan. Kyrie, who that nation? That, Cowboys, that no man. call looked good from the sidelines. So we all, <laughs> we didn't know how crazy it was until we got yeah. in the locker room. And it was Saints internet was going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Saints to go to Super Bowl. One of the one of the craziest games you've been in. One of the loudest, loudest, craziest. Winning overtime too. I mean, you guys got the ball first, ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you guys wanted to win, you should win then. Too. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, Greg Zerline kicked like a fifty-yard field goal, and that was the craziest thing. The going to the Super Bowl was awesome, but like the cra- like the craziest part about it too, was the moment you know you know you're going. It when Greg kicked the ball goes through the upright, the whole stadium just dead quiet, dude. And, and you that could only stadium hear it was it was all Saint fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it went dead quiet. That's you couldn't awesome. hear yourself think to dead quiet. Only hearing our sideline going crazy. Now I I got a question. From that five game winning streak, and we can correlate this to someone who played in college in the NFL. From that guy, five game winning streak to losing 
and then losing again, that mental toughness that it takes to going to the next level. Do you all have any questions for Bryce on, on, on the mentality it takes to, one, being recruited, two, earning your spot, and three, making it to the next level for him at all? I mean, all I know is like you can't be satisfied, right? Mm-hmm. You should never be satisfied. Because you got to think. Whatever meeting room you're in, whatever position you're in, there's someone who wants your spot. So as soon as you get satisfied, and you're going to get complacent, yeah. and someone's going to come after you. It's yeah. just how it is. And it's crazy too. Is like you guys are running backs in the same running back room. You guys are fine. You guys are going against each other. Sure. Yeah. It's like you're good friends, but on the field, it's like on the who? Field. Oh yeah, it, it, it is. It's yeah. like, that's what I'm saying. So it's like you're always competing, even if you're like you're competing with the guys you're with all the time, like. I was competing with every linebacker in my linebacker room, and I'm competing with every guy who's not in that room that wants to get in that room. And so, like, you just always have to work, always have to know that someone's coming after you. Right. So, with with your your come up in the NFL with training camps and all those times with you in the locker room with the guys, what 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 could you take away most from being in an NFL locker room and, and kind of transfer over to these guys? I mean, the locker room is a locker room. I mean, so the stuff you guys do in high school, like that same kind of passion, the fun, like the, the jokes, the humor, like that stuff didn't change. Like, oh, okay. you know, it still didn't change with 30 year old guys. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's so <laughs> funny. That's the one thing I miss the most is being in the locker room with those guys. Yeah. And that's high school. Like, some of my, like, still three of my best friends are guys I met in high school. And then I'm one of my other good friends, one of my best friends, met at college. Another good friend. It's all the dudes you meet in the locker room. It doesn't change. It doesn't matter what level you're playing at. And you 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 played with Aaron Donald, the likes of all these. This Von Miller was Von Miller on the team when you were there. No, or he, he just got he there just last got year. There, yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, playing with those guys, what what kind of a mentality did they, like as Aaron Donald walk into a room? Like, how do you approach him? Like, you're like, what up, Aaron? What up, man? Is you're like the, a beast. You're it, number one in the game. Is he the freak, most freakish athlete you ever played By with? By far. Well, I remember yeah. something vividly. It was my second year. We were in Oxnard. For OTAs, while we made the move from uh, St. Louis, moved to Oxnard, and we had some makeshift gym that we were actually using the Cowboys uh, training camp facility where they use in Oxnard. So we were there. We were there for a little bit, and I went in. It was during the off season, right before, like during OTAs, maybe or right before OTAs. I walk in. It's just him and the strength coach, and they're working out. And Aaron takes off 500 pounds on the bench press by himself and does it three times, like he did. It was like repping 225. 500 pounds clean. I mean, that, was, that, that was his third year, and then that was his third year, and that's like that's he was already the dude then. Mm-hmm. But that's when I kind of realized how strong and how special. What that sets guy him was. apart, though? Is it just his quickness off the line, or I mean, what's, it what's doesn't crazy, seem like though, he's the biggest guy out there. Well, he's not the biggest guy. He's only uh, he's not the biggest guy, but he's quick, insanely good leverage, fast, smart. Like he has every single thing you need to be a good player. And what's crazy too, like we'd be in the meeting rooms watching, watching him literally just like look like he's walking by people. He's just that quick, that fast, that strong, and it looks like the person he's going against is not even trying. He's pretty mean on the ping pong table too. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 there was a hard knocks too. Were you on? Were you there on hard knocks? I was there. They did the Rams twice. Twice maybe. I was on was one it? of them. Or maybe I was twice. I can't remember. Yeah. I was on one of them when, they, when with Jeff Fisher when he moved in. Yeah, Doxnard. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember he was pretty mean on the on the ping pong table though. Yeah. But you can tell you can tell a man and 
how he how he treats a team and as a captain by by the way he's no, on the yeah, table. Yeah, he's an awesome teammate. Obviously, his accolades and his accomplishments speak for themselves. He's will go down as the best defensive player ever to play the game. So you kind of mentioned uh, joint practices. I think it was during a break, but um, what I had a question was. Was there any like fight? Because there's always those fights during the team, the the mixed practices. The they're going head to head, and you always see them on uh, hard knocks and on the social media. Like, did you have any personal experience with having fights in those? Oh, I never, I never jump into them. I'd watch them, but so uh, actually, it happened in Oxnard against Dallas. Yeah, first day we uh, joint practice against them, a little choppy. Second day, a little bit choppier. Third day, within like 15, 20 minutes. Full out. Uh, we had, we had a run runs. to the offensive field. Every people, someone tackled a running back or something. All out thing. Practice canceled. That's when, if you watch it, that's when Des Bryant got popped in the face. Oh, it, really? And what's funny too is one of my buddies had the same number as the guy who hit him, and so they all thought it was my buddy. <laughs> And he they they were blowing him blowing him on Twitter, which was really yeah. Funny. If, if I were you and I were the NFL and I was you know 100 pounds bigger and five feet taller, I I still wouldn't jump in the fight either. I in the NFL. Oh, yeah, I just <laughs> yeah, well because well usually what happens is when a fight happens, you just tire yourself out and you got to get ready yeah. to practice. But after that one, they just called it. We had some beer waiting for us afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta always do that, man. So we got Bryce Hager, Zach O'Bara. Uh, Kyrie Payton in the house, Nolan Hogan, Ty Henderson behind the glass. We still got a few minutes left. You know, I just wanna wanna bring it back to the to the Hayes boys. What uh, what memory do y'all have in in your high school career that stands out the most? Ky- or Zach, let me start with you. What uh, what stands out uh, to most in your high school career? Definitely my first touchdown. And but but that but that being said, it was my first carry too. Yeah. You know, I I got I think I got put in like my it was like my. No, it was like my second game, uh, my second varsity game. Um, I got put in like the fourth quarter. It was getting drippy springs, you know. I didn't, I didn't expect to score. Honestly, I just expected, you know, just kind of just run, yeah. and just get tackled. But I just, I was running. I just hit a cutback, and it was just wide open. I First just, career touch. Yeah, and then it, I, it didn't feel real. Like it did not feel real yeah. at all. I, I just thought I was like, hold on, am I actually like scoring right now? Yeah. And I just scored, and it just all like the senior, like shout out like Duran Hill, uh, Grayson Winter, um, Michael Bowden, and all of them, uh, Nate Green, Nate Green, Bobby Green, yeah. all of them. They all like. They really, I really looked up to them when I yeah. was a uh, sophomore and yeah. with, their, with their seniors. Kyrie, what about you? What what stands out to most to you about your high school career? Man, what stands out to me? Uh, it's the brotherhood. Yeah. You know that we all that we all built. You know, especially because uh, we felt like coming into the season, like we really had a good off season. Like we was really getting it in, and then it's just so shocking that we just came up short of not making the playoffs, which my, me and my coaches, we still, they always just ask me every day in class. I'm just trying to figure out, man, how did we not make the playoffs? I'm like, man, coach, you know, it's just one of those stories that just fell short. Dude. <laughs> so as you guys are leaving Hayes, seniors walking out on this team, can you guys each give me one player for us to look for next season that you think is a, a sleeper or you know is going to be a baller? Dorian Hill. Dorian Hill, dude, he's Dorian, been coming Dorian up. Dorian Hill. Yeah, he's playing linebacker that, now. Yes, sir. He's gonna oh, be yeah. playing linebacker. Coming off the injury, like his yeah. brother. What year? That's his brother. What year is he? Sophomore, junior. Yeah, he's a junior. 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 He's going into his senior season. Going into so his senior. Definitely want to look at uh, look on him. Yeah, Duran was a freshman during that uh, run y'all had in 2020. 
and Duran would shout him out every game when we interviewed him. He'd be like, shout out my brother Dorian. And we'd point the camera at him. He'd do a little flex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd be like, I'm coming yeah. up. He's coming. Yeah. Dog. He's coming. Dog. Dorian dog. Hill. All right. Yeah. You know, we put a little watch list together every yeah, year. We, we put a little watch list. Yeah. So, so well, both y'all is Dorian Hill. I'm, I'm saying I mean, Dorian. Who you got? Well, of course our QB Tyler McAvoy. Tyler McAvoy. I mean, he he was saying like he said, oh, I'm not gonna play. I'm just gonna play. He a baseball player too. He a baseball player too. Pitcher. But like. He got an arm. Mm-hmm. Like, he got an arm. And, like... And the slot T? And the slot T? And the slot T. When we throw the ball. When we throw the ball. Y'all are not Liberty Hill, though. Y'all are no, not Liberty Hill. I could talk Liberty about, like... Liberty Hill throws the ball, like, once every <laughs> three once, games. Yeah, we, <laughs> we air raid. Yeah. You know, when Coach Go feel like we need to, he, he we going to throw the ball. Every time, like, we, like, have the play to throw the ball, he's, like, consistent with it. Yeah. Like, he's all, it's always on the money. Like, every time he throws, it's on the dot. Like, on the dot. On the dot. Like... Well, it's good for those uh, pitchers to be p- throwing the football in the offseason because yeah, that makes yeah, their arm sure. much stronger. So, yeah, sure. get at that velo for the diamond. Sure. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you guys. Oh, man, my first day at Hayes, uh, I don't even know if my coach uh, still remember this, man, but Coach Lopez, man, yeah. walking in the building, the first thing that he told me was, man, we got to get you in the weight room, son. You build like a tennis player. <laughs> so, that was like, uh, that was, I'm a real That's that layman workout. Yeah. Nah. nah, man. He was just, I don't know if he was playing or he was serious, you know, but I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life, man, when he told me that. Yeah, yeah. got to get big. Coach always said to me, man, I had that seafood diet. I didn't think I broke 100 pounds after my sophomore year, man. I was oh, skinny. Yeah. How much you weigh now? Uh, I don't want to say that. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm probably 165. 165. It's not bad. It's not bad. When you're 5'8", it kind of looks bad. <laughs> no, no. I, no, but yeah. Hey, no. well, I was a D lineman that worked out with the DBs. So oh, you, got a record. <laughs> you got a record at Westlake, too. Don't you want to say that one? What, for most missed sacks? <laughs> get, get there and fall off the quarterback? It's on the air, man. You, yeah. You, or me, me and Brecken actually probably are tied for most times falling off the cliff. Uh, playing D-line, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah that's, uh, that's always fun, man. Playing for high school, you always have these memories and, and, and things. That's what's so cool about sports, man. You get all these memories. You get all these You meet all these people, all these players, all these coaches that influence your life. And, you know, when, when you move on, you hold on to these for the rest of your life. And that's cool whenever you get to go to the next level and, and play for new teams. You get to meet these new people. That's one thing, you know, I wish I, I, I could have done, you know, uh, it, it met these new people, so I, I commend y'all for for uh, you know excelling to the next level and and earning your spot and, and Bryce, you know earning the name on your back, you know playing with your dad's name who had a legacy at Texas and you made your own at Baylor, especially at Westlake. Uh, it's just really cool uh, being around, especially in the Austin area when it doesn't get recruited as well as it should. Mm-hmm. You know you got the Westlakes, you got the Lake Travises, but you don't. People don't see Hayes as much. People don't yeah. see the Liberty Hills as much. You know, you got to be in the area. You got to see these, these. That's why we got Flex, baby. Exactly. We'll That's why we're here. Sure. That's why we're here. We're bringing y'all in the spotlight. We want y'all to get out there. We want y'all to represent the ATX. And that's what it's about, Flex ATX. All right. Shout outs before we wrap it up. Zach. Oh, shout out my mama. You know, shout out my friend. Of course, uh, my boy Chris. You know, he couldn't make it. He couldn't make it. Shout out Chris. We were gonna have him call in, but with the lack of time, yeah. it's just not gonna work out. And um, I don't wanna miss anybody else, but you know, shout out. Hey, shout out hey, they know who they are. Shout out, y'all know who they are. Yeah. yeah. Kyrie. I like that one. Oh man, shout out, shout out my mom and my dad. They listening right now. And shout out, shout out to the team, man. I'm a really, I'm a really miss them boys for real. Oh yeah, shout out to the team too. Shout out to you. 
Bryce, shout outs. And shout out to Baylor Nation, baby. Sigum Bears. <laughs> All right. That's a flex. We'll wrap it up here. Go check out Bryce's Elite Training at Hager Elite Training online. Uh, my name is Nolan Hogan. Shout out my family. And this is a flex. <laughs>